Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. The wolves are howling in Colorado, and I'm talking with Rick Enstrom of Enstrom Candies. Make sure you get those. They're wonderful toffee. Also, Enstrom ice cream. Is Peach? this, is this an, ad? <laughs> Absolutely. an ad? Absolutely. I'm promoting. I love that candy. That's great. Uh, Rick Enstrom served on the Colorado Wildlife Commission from 1999 to 2007, also on the board of Great Outdoors. We've been talking to all wildlife. So if you're just tuning us now, go back to our podcast at FrontierFreedomRadio.com. Get a chance to know Rick as well as what uh, the left has been doing on the Colorado Wildlife Commission, really driving a radical environmentalist social justice agenda as opposed to putting the sportsmen and the wildlife first. But now we're going to talk about wolves. And we did a documentary on wolves for the 2021 Western Conservative Summit, spoke with leaders, spoke with Perry Will about what's happening to wolves. So when you introduce wolves into a community, they eat the cows, okay? But they not only eat the cows, they eat the elk, they actually lower the weight of just about every animal. And you sell animals based upon their weight. And Perry Will, who served as a state representative for years uh, explained this to us and this is important for people to understand that you're you sell your your sheep you sell your cattle based upon weight well in order to get big they need to eat the grass that's often not out in the prairies but kind of closer to the forest now where do the wolves and the bears live they live in the forest and so they learn the sheep learn not to go up near the the trees because that's where they get eaten so they stay where the grass isn't as lush they don't get as big and then the cattle or the the cowboys and the ranchers can't sell them for as much money as they would make so you have broad economic impact when you bring in a wolf now a, a cow can sell from anywhere from seven hundred dollars on up to three thousand dollars depending on the type of cow and so the state will reimburse you if your wolf is eaten by a cow, but you have to bring in a or, <laughs> you or, got sorry, that backwards. backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This would be a heck of a cow. If, you, if your cow is eaten by a wolf, the state will reimburse you, but you've got to bring them all out and they have to take time off and all this stuff. Explain what happens when when a wolf is uh, eats a cow and, and the state Ranch, the rancher has to try to get some reimbursement from the state. We still don't know how that's going to work, I don't think. And this isn't going to roll out until 2023. And uh, the governor made an impassioned plea to have the biologist move that process forward. And uh, he was rebuked and and uh, still probably not too happy about it. But this is a big, big decision. And, uh, you know, we just finally got a nice moose herd established in the state of Colorado, right. and I can guarantee you that that's going to be the first species to get knocked to their knees because the wolf has no protection against a pack, or the moose has no protection against a pack of wolves. Wow. So, and, the, and wolves aren't, or sorry, moose aren't natural to Colorado either, right? No, we, we spent a lot of money bringing moose and getting them established. Big, big herd on the Grand Mesa, big, big herd. Uh, right up here uh, above us, people see moose up in Creed. There's moose everywhere. But they're the easiest prey for a wolf to take down because they can't run very far. Wow. 
And I, I've seen moose. Uh, we were up camping in northern Colorado, and a, a juvenile moose came right through our campsite. Oh, yeah. Just walked right through. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And while but, we're on the subject, don't uh, take your dogs up in moose country because that doesn't ever work out well. <laughs> they, they, they think your dog is a wolf or a coyote, and they will stomp it. Wow. Wow. So uh, the, the state of Colorado is going to put these wolves in. Now, from what I understand, wolves have kind of naturally moved into Colorado the last few years anyway. They have, they? and there's been some moving in and out of Colorado. We had as many as 8 to 11 of them here uh, last winter, and there were documented kills up in that country, both cattle and wildlife. And uh, read in the paper the other day, they lost them. Of course, that's a lot of big country to lose a wolf in, but there's telemetry. I guess they uh, they move in and out. Now, all of this was pushed by a ballot initiative the last few years that was passed very narrowly. It, was, it wasn't passed by a large margin in the state of Colorado, but it was primarily passed by counties like Boulder and Denver, these kind of environmentalists that never actually have to live with these consequences. And now we're going to be putting wolves in west northwest Colorado where all those people voted against it. Now, I, some of the legislators have tried to introduce bills that say, well, for every one wolf that we put in northwest Colorado, we're going to put one in the counties that voted for these. So, well, you know. Wait until they move down into Estes Park while all those people are watching those, those elk in Estes Park. There will be some excitement and some concern. So we're going to decimate the elk population. We're going to decimate the moose population. Is there anything we can do to stop it at this point? Uh, not once that introduction starts, but it's it's law. Uh, it's it's uh, part of the landscape of the state of Colorado, and we're just going to have to sit back, watch, and accommodate. So the people that don't hunt elk, they don't care. Uh, the people, they don't raise cattle. They don't no, raise they, sheep. No, they don't care. They're going to sit in uh, Boulder in their apartments and feel happy that they did something for the environment. There's a there's a big difference between the practical application and the romantic notion of the wolf. Mm -hmm. And there's a broad disconnect between the urban rural communities in that regard. And uh, I tell you what, I don't know if I'd be comfortable tent camping with my puppy in a few years up in that country either. And that's going to be uh, that's going to be a consideration that we're going to be dealing with. I'll guarantee you. We were camping one time in Mesa Verde and our dog can go in and out of our tent and I could hear this pack of coyotes. So this wasn't even wolves. I could hear a pack of coyotes off in the distance and it kind of about three in the morning I wake up and then I hear them get closer and closer and closer, finally to the point where they're right outside our tent. And I grab my little butt dog <laughs> and pull her into the tent to keep her safe. Yeah. So a coyote weighs maybe 35 pounds. A wolf can weigh upwards of a hundred. Wow. I mean, people don't understand what a what a wolf really looks like. I'm I'm six and a half feet tall, and if I put my arms around a wolf, it's gonna go top to bottom. Wow. They're big, big animals, and and they they do kill for sport. I mean, they will. So we've got about four minutes left here in this segment. Tell me what sportsmen, what conservatives can do to try to get control of a wildlife commission board that's really driven by radical environmentalist viewpoints and philosophies what do we do in our state oh there's only one thing you can do in this state and that's elect a governor that is going to not make those kinds of appointments yeah. and and that that 
the governor's power in the state of Colorado lies in the in the uh, power of those appointments. And there are a number of boards and commissions, and it affects every kind of uh, everyday situation all of us are involved in all the time, and it operates completely under the radar. No, nobody talks about it. Nobody. It's people just don't know. Wow, and it, and it's going to affect us. Oh, it is. So the gubernatorial appointment, and you mentioned our friend Perry Will. He's in a battle up there. Mm. Write Representative Perry Will a check. <laughs> and make sure he gets reelected because we need to. And he's he's in a redistricted area and has been taken out of a comfortable race into a, a Democrat plus four or five. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to keep him in there. Well, and, and elections are important. Getting engaged is important. Colorado Christian University does not endorse any candidates. And so uh, those would be Rick's uh, viewpoints, not necessarily <laughs> <Sorry>. ours. <laughs> Am I fired? <laughs> You're fine. I just got to uh, got to issue a corrective statement on our uh, on our hand. But uh, but no, you got to get involved. You got to be involved because if you just sit around and allow the environmentals, primarily out of places like San Francisco, Boulder, to drive this agenda, they're gonna we're gonna create all these problems, these these wildfire problems, these wolf problems, these intersectionality driven kind of socialism philosophies that are impacting decision making. That's what we're gonna get. You can't just sit around and expect that the Colorado from the nineteen fifties and sixties is gonna continue. No, you can't. Here's the other thing you can do. You can take a, go to that Wildlife Commission page, take yeah. a look at it for yourself, and, right. and just see how you feel about it. And if it compels you to write a letter to the governor, he's going to have to look at that letter, and staff quantifies all of those arguments. Mm-hmm. And maybe it'll make a difference. I doubt it in this case. I think it's going to take a quantum leap of change in administration to make any difference. Mm-hmm. But that's got to be one of those hard questions we ask a candidate. Yeah. And we do have a serious division between the Boulder and Denver and the and the Western Slope and the Eastern Slope in this lifestyle. And you see it in California, too. Uh, this is hard. We're in a hard spot right now because the population centers get to drive the policies. And these population centers have no idea. Oh, I drive really out to no Lamar. Idea. I'll drive out to Lamar every few weeks. You ought to see those highways. Yeah. There, There's no activity out there. Those roads and infrastructure are all going to pieces because they don't support the governor, so they're not going to get any action. Mm. It's it's really kind of a sad state of affairs. So I'm just going to go hunting and fishing. Forget about it. <laughs> we got about a minute now. <laughs> Give us your favorite Colorado State Park, Rick. <laughs> My favorite state park? I'm not going to tell you because <laughs> it's a really nice, through. quiet one up towards Eagle. Yeah, that, that our family likes to recreate in. It's only got a few campsites, so I'm going to say Vega State Park uh, up <laughs> near Colburn. Yeah, very nice lake, and and it's got some great fish in it. Our our favorite, uh, one of our favorites, is Steamboat Lake State Park. That's beautiful. Uh, Frank and I, Frank McNulty and I, are going to be up there in a week uh, camping, and you should join us sometime. Frank brings us big boat up. The interesting thing about Steamboat Lake State Park is it's warm water. Yeah. Here it is up in the mountains, and at the water, we all go swimming in the water. It's probably right. 65, 70 degrees. I just got a new camper. I'm surprised you guys didn't call me. No, I know. It hurts a little bit. <laughs> I think we have an open spot. <laughs> with all these, with 40 state parks, I encourage you, get out there and enjoy this uh, and get involved. Fellow conservatives, you're listening to this 
station because we need you to make a difference in your communities. You need to get involved in county commissions. You need to get involved on these state boards. You need to protect what we've inherited in Colorado. Thank you for tuning in to the Frontier Freedom Radio Hour. Thank to Rick Enstrom for joining us. You go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com for more information.